0: Rediscover the 80s, your retro news and talk station.
1: Welcome to the 80s Weekly. The latest retro pop culture news from the world of movies, streaming, video games, collectibles and more. Here to deliver these headlines and tell you whether they are rad or bad, Jason
0: and Wyatt. Yes, welcome to the brand new newscast called The 80s Weekly, based on the newsletter of the same name that's offered by Rediscover the 80s every Sunday. You've got Jason here, and I am with Wyatt as well.
1: Yes, greetings, and hope we are interesting you in what's coming up here in Retro Land. That's
0: right. Uh, just as a kind of kickoff for this show, we're going to be reacting to uh, news headlines that are. What I would call retro in nature things like movie reboots and uh, new streaming shows based on old properties collectibles uh, maybe some video games and comic books stuff like that just other randomly retro stuff of interest and once we react to the headlines we're going to tell you if we approve or disapprove by giving it a rad or a bad (laughs) rating and uh this is gonna be fun there's gonna be lots of things we can look at there's gonna be some trailers we're gonna look at this week and uh we've got collectibles and even some music news and and things like that to get to in this uh, first edition of the 80s weekly so are you uh ready to get to our first headline
1: yeah let's see it (laughs)
0: So, our first headline is the new teaser trailer from HBO Max for A Christmas Story Christmas. And this is a, I guess, a direct sequel to The Christmas Story from uh, 1980, I think, three is when it came out. There was also A Christmas Story Two, which I just watched for the first time last year. And it wasn't awful, but it definitely was not. Up to par for as far as the original goes. What's your take on a Christmas story? Do you watch it each year?
1: I would say yes. Sometimes I forget about it. So it's not till like after Christmas before I watch it. (laughs) But I do watch it. It's become kind of a regular thing. At least for me, I've tried to introduce it with the kids. They're not into it yet. Maybe it's just their age, but they're not into it yet.
0: Yeah. Wait till they're old enough to have BB guns or, you know, you're going to get in trouble with the wife.
1: Oh, I'm already in trouble. <laughs> but um, I'm intrigued because there's always a lot of reboots. Uh, some I think they should not do just right. Uh, just because they can't, they should not mess it up. <laughs> right. Uh, where I, I'd like to see. A, I the trailer seemed to indicate that they're reaching back to when the three boys were out i guess reminiscing rather and that's all i really gleaned mm-hmm. from the trailer i don't yeah. know that it's really it's like they're adults is my understanding
0: right right uh let's go ahead and uh watch it real quick here I just basically they're walking through the house you see the radio it must be Italian. M- might be in the attic you see the leg lamp cover what? You're hearing clips from the original. You're not not really getting much there. There's not a whole lot in the trailer. I mean, it's just teasing us as fans. You hear the sound clips there. You see the radio in the living room of the house. You see the the leg lamp shade that looks like it might be up in the attic. And then you get uh, Ralphie putting his glasses on and, and his smile <laughs> in the current day. Mm-hmm. So really not a whole lot to uh, pull out of that that trailer. I, I'm trying to do the math here because if we are whew, almost 40 years later, yeah and i i think it was set around like the early forties or late forties we we might be in the eighties for this new uh movie right which would be uh fun by my standards, of course, so well,
1: just looking at the one car that that intros it that looks like a more of a mid seventies mm-hmm. style car, so they might be putting it in the seventies and not the eighties but then again, you know. Especially back then, very, very few people bought brand new cars, you know, True. every few years. It was, True. you know, a 10-year-old car was nothing, was a commonplace thing.
0: Right, right. So that is uh, debuting on HBO Max November 17th, uh, for those of you who want to circle it on your calendar. What do you think, uh, rad or bad?
1: Well, by the dis- what little we saw, it's hard to really even peg it. uh <laughs> I'm gonna Well,
0: your your overall, I guess, impression or or thoughts about doing a a sequel movie. Well,
1: I would say I would lean to Rad because I want to see what they are doing. You know, modern day, what Ralphie and the kids are mm-hmm. up to now. But I, I got to watch it. There's so little at all. It's just, I mean, tease was yeah, really even a vague term for that because <laughs> it's more like a vegar i don't know if that's a proper (laughs) description but it was such a tease yeah
0: yeah i'm leaning towards rad as well just because it seems like we're going to get the original characters and actors back because the christmas story 2 movie recast everyone the old man was actually daniel stern one of the robbers you know of course from home alone and he did an okay job but Uh, Of course, Darren McGavin has passed away and uh, I don't know how many of the old actors they're going to get to come, you know, to the new uh, movie. And I think they're going to do a full trailer pretty soon before the actual movie drops. So we'll get to see even more probably next week or maybe in two weeks before the actual movie drops and we can see more and see who's actually going to be there. But I, I am excited. So. I'm I'm definitely leaning towards Rad on this one. Cool. All right. Our second story is uh, another story that had a trailer, a teaser trailer, connected with it. And that is Back to the Future. The musical is coming to Broadway featuring uh, Roger Bart and Christopher Lloyd. I, I believe those are the two people in the the teaser trailer. Well, I know it was Christopher Lloyd, but I don't think he's in the actual performance. I could be wrong about that. Well, let me read on here. So this is from Deadline. Broadway is going back to the future this summer when the Olivier Award-winning musical stage adaptation of the 1985 film begins previews at the Winter Garden Theater, making the Trip stateside will be Roger Bart and Hugh Coles reprising their West End performances as Doc and George McFly. Broadway previews begin Friday, June 30th, ahead of an official opening on Thursday, August 3rd. So almost nine months, I guess, from now. That uh, So I, I don't think they've cast Marty yet. And they started this over across the pond. So uh, this is kind of the first look at it, I guess, for most people in the states. let's watch the trailer and uh, just give me your thoughts on what maybe back to the future of the musical could be
1: okay
0: i don't know a used car huh looks like it's got about three million miles on it and all this stainless steel you got the car great scott can this thing really do
1: 88 trust me <laughs>
0: all right i'll take it for a test drive the winter garden theater on broadway i'll be back in no time
1: i doubt it i think you're gonna be at the Winter garden for a long time
0: (laughs) so fairly short again uh, just a teaser there and you get to see the person portraying doc in talking to the original doc there so uh, what do you think? Would that be something you might be interested in? Maybe if it, they uh, tape it and throw it up on Netflix or someplace like that. What do you think?
1: This is what I'm apprehensive about. Just because, I mean, it's nice that they're keeping Back to the Future going. And, and I, in that regard, I respect them for keeping it going. And it made its way to Broadway. It's just hard to for me to be replacing Marty and Doc.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: so i i imagine that they'll do it justice but i don't know i'm i'm apprehensive i yeah. maybe i'm i'm a little too cautious but i just don't ruin a classic
0: yeah and i'm curious are they going to be using the huey lewis and the news songs during the show you know the power of love and right back in time if they're going to be performing those songs, I'm definitely interested. I'm not a musical type of person in the least, uh, whether it be actual stage shows or movies, but uh, if they're going to be performing those, then I might give it a shot if, you know, something like that come up where it came to streaming and we could watch it. I'm not traveling to New York or, you know, someplace to just watch the show, but I, I'm, I, I'm kind of in the same camp as you on this one. I'm, again, I would rather you go go back and watch the originals, or uh, you know, do something like that, spend some money on some collectibles or something. But it's cool they're keeping the the movies alive, like you said. But just not really my cup of tea as far as. Uh, a musical (laughs) right I was trying to think what other 80s blockbusters might be good as a musical kind of putting you on the spot there but one that came to mind for me would be E.T. I think E.T. would be a fun musical you could use of course the wonderful music score from the film from John Williams And uh, try to put some other songs, maybe put some lyrics to some of that score music. But you know, how fun would it be to set up a uh, a bike that flies and kind of go through ET as a musical? I don't know. What about you? Might be
1: doable. Um, I'm trying to think of any other movies that we've we've all watched in the past. It's hard because I'm not a musical person either when it comes to musical (laughs) Broadway and. All yeah. that I, I just can't see A-Team as a musical. I can't see. <laughs> right. Um, so it's hard yeah, for me. I was, E.T., I can see how you make that stick.
0: I was trying to think of something with some powerful music or a score behind well, it that could Popeye, be used. The, but...
1: the Popeye original movie that came out with Robin Williams, that might be able to yeah. pull it off. He sings. A lot of music, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's a good one. Okay, well, I didn't want to put you uh, too much on the spot there, because I know, yeah, I mean, we're both the same way. We don't watch a lot of musicals. So that is coming, like we said, more towards the end of next year. Previews in June and an opening in August. So uh, if you are in the New York area, if that's something that appeals to you, they are actually starting to sell tickets here. I believe October 29th is what the trailer said, to go ahead and reserve your seats now. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back in a minute to finish out this week's headlines on the 80s Weekly.
1: This holiday season, experience the joy of rewatching the same TV specials you watch every year in podcast form. It's the Advent Calendar House, a salute to all holiday specials, but mostly the Christmas ones. Countdown to Christmas Eve with a new episode every other day in December about a different holiday show. From the must-watch classics to the lost treasures at the bottom of the DVD bargain bin. Learn the answers to questions nobody asked, like, when is a magic hat you throw away no longer yours? How many Muppets can fit inside a farmhouse? How did cavemen know about Christmas? Why is Alf making me cry? Subscribe now at adventcalendar.house and get 12 episodes every December. But that's not all. You'll also get 12 more episodes during Christmas in July. Why am I talking like a car salesman? It's a free podcast. It's the Advent Calendar House, a podcast on the internet. It's the Advent Calendar House. Welcome back to the 80s Weekly. So, what's our next headline? This one was fun.
0: I uh, found this over on Mental Floss, and they made Tina Turner into a Barbie. They <laughs> used her likeness and basically the likeness in the iconic video of uh, What's Love Got to Do With It. Her, her jean jacket and the black skirt, and they turned Tina Turner into a Barbie i i guess the planning behind this from what the story is reading was started around the time when she was inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame last year and uh she was involved from what i was reading as well tina turner Uh, may not be a surprise though that the barbie which sells for 55 dollars, sold out within days of its release so you might be able to find some over on amazon or ebay but if you look in the uh, 80s Weekly newsletter, you can see some of these images or if you click over and uh, I don't know, I thought that was fun taking some of the, it would be fun to take some of the 80s pop stars like that and, and turn them into Barbie. What do you think?
1: That's actually really cool. She's long deserving of something. I, right. Barbie, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she's done wonderful for the music genre. Right. And there's others that I could think of that you know, you think of uh, Aretha Franklin, even though that's mm-hmm. older generation, just there's so many icons share, uh, especially in the oh, female yeah. genre.
0: That's a good uh, one. She, I don't know, she might already have her own Barbie, but yeah, might. I was thinking some of the teen pop stars too, like Debbie Gibson or Tiffany, you could do, you know, in that Barbie style. I'm sure people will go gaga over those.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a great honor that they've done this. And I'm,
0: uh-huh.
1: I'm not surprised that it's sold out. <laughs> just because there's a lot of fan base for uh, for her.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and just Barbie collectors in general, too. You get something like that and you put the two kind of fan bases together and just the perfect storm for uh, Tina Turner. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on to our next headline from the 80s Weekly, and that is... motley Crue and def Leppard announced a world tour in 2023 also touring uh, i read this week journey is planning a 50th anniversary tour with the band toto i know you're not too much of a metalhead or, or hard rock fan i i got you into aerosmith back in the day but uh i thought it was fun that these uh older bands are kind of continuing the legacy as long as you can, you know, and uh, right. kind of riding that out and letting people enjoy the music e- even today.
1: Well, I actually knew about Journey and Toto because listening to our hometown radio station, they've been calling out like win tickets to the concert over to the oh, Bryce wow. Jordan Theater or the, um what is it? Bryce, Bryce Gordon, Jordan
0: Center. Yeah. Jordan in, Center at Yo. Penn State.
1: So, I'm like, dude, and I almost called you up and said you need to be listening so you can win some <laughs> tickets. But it'd be a heck of a flight just to go see them.
0: Uh, now that uh, you know, not necessarily a Back to the Future musical, but uh, to go see Journey and Toto, that might be worth making a trip up there and spending some money on uh, a flight to go see them. And I'm sure the tickets they give away are pretty good seats. Oh yeah. But yeah, Molly Crew and Def Leppard. I know Def Leppard has been touring. Actually, I think they were might have been with Journey last year and picked up maybe Joan Jett along the way as well. So I've, I'm in the Ticketmaster for our local uh, theater here in Montgomery, uh, and I, I get updates from them. So I do see tours pop up every once in a while. They weren't coming there because it's a little podunk theater (laughs) compared to some of these you know larger arenas but uh yeah i'm just excited some people may groan oh they don't sound the same you know they got different lead singers different players in there some have passed away unfortunately and they've you know replaced them or kept on kept the music going so yeah not quite you know the same is what you're going to get back in the day but still to get out there and to support you're almost supporting the 80s when you're you going are. <laughs> to see some of these bands you know i i can see people you know rummaging through their dresser for an old concert t-shirt or something like that just to to wear uh see if you can still fit into it and then wear it to the concert you know but uh it just brings up good good memories that music Puts you in a place in time, you know, and uh, going to a concert, it, it just kind of makes you uh, relive those, uh, past days, right. so good stuff there. And then finally for the eighties weekly this week, I have been a fan of stranger things, uh, since the first
1: season. Have you been watching along with stranger things? Unfortunately, no i have not caught on okay just the lifestyle it's hard for me to catch into new stuff so mm-hmm. I just, i'm i'm a daylight dollar short type of thing
0: <laughs> well for somebody like me who is a scaredy cat don't watch a lot of horror movies it has gotten a little bit more into the horror in the last couple seasons lots of uh just gory type stuff and more than i'm really comfortable with but now that i'm invested in the show i got to keep watching (laughs) but something fun that they've done between seasons and i think maybe even during the seasons is explore the characters a little bit more and i've gotten a couple comic book series through dark horse comics for uh some of the characters and typically they're just four issues And uh, they just go back, do some backstory. I I believe the first comic book series, uh, for those of you familiar with uh, the first season, of course, Will is the one that gets taken. And you're not sure what is going on in this upside down world that he's kind of a, a prisoner of. And the comic book series kind of flips the show in reverse or upside down you might say in that it shows will in the upside down world and what happened to him while the other events during the tv series were going on so i thought that was really cool to get one of the other characters kind of perspective that you don't see during the show and uh they've done some other fun ones they have followed another one of the The girls that were uh, trapped in the lab there. I think it was number six. And then there was a fun one that kind of based on the Goonies or had a Goonies vibe, which uh, followed uh, uh, Bob and the the, the main boys on this little adventure. And then now, uh, getting back to the story at hand here, they're doing a comic book series on Dr. Brenner. Who is the, the scientist there at the lab, who kinda heads up everything, and they're going back to nineteen sixty eight with this story. It's uh it says it's described as uh, doctor Brenner, disgraced American scientist, returns to the abandoned lab where he and his colleagues collected research for top secret government projects. But Brenner's unfinished business in his old lab isn't the only thing haunting him. A ghostly face from his past seems to follow is every step so we don't really have too much of his backstory from the uh, series there is a couple flashbacks when 11 is younger and you get to see him without his uh gray hair but uh not a whole lot on his background so i'm very interested in uh in coming up with this and uh, it's called uh, stranger things the many ghosts of dr brenner so that will be coming out uh via Dark Horse Comics, like I said, and I believe, where did I read the, uh, it will be in Comic Shops January 11th, so we got a couple months yet before that hits the streets. But I don't know, I just, you know, I, I know you don't have a reference point, Wyatt, but comic books seem to be a medium now where you can expand your, Thing your your Netflix series or, or whatever, and go a little bit deeper.
1: Well, what I remember about comic books back in the day was the same thing. You know, you could... True. It was either another story or another chapter that somehow mm-hmm. wasn't aired, wasn't plausible, or perhaps somewhat in the creative world, I would say adapted it to what they would... Do or what storyline they believe should have happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm familiar with the comic books and how they've—they all seem to venture off into some some other tangent, really.
0: Right, right. Um, well, but yeah, it's I'm... not
1: surprising that they do this with especially Stranger Things because you know I'm sure there's so many variables to the story that okay, well we don't like what happened over here, but if the comic book world we can. Kind of go off in this little side street over here in our <laughs> right, mind yeah. you know. so
0: yeah and they've kind of done that uh there was a one-off comic they released uh where they were at a, uh, the county fair and this uh monster chases them i'm trying to remember it was i think on one of the free comic book days that they released that one but it, there's just so much content now and but when you get a hit series like stranger things is you know fans are just dying for more we had to wait three years between seasons this last time just because of covid and the whole lockdown and everything but uh you know comic books is something you can crank out relatively quick in the kind of interim between seasons and to keep people interested and keep people subscribed (laughs) you know whatever to netflix it's not necessarily, you know, tied to Netflix directly, but obviously that's where you're gonna watch Stranger Things. So that is uh that is coming up. Uh, very interested in uh in checking out that series. And they've have actually released a couple novels as well based on Stranger Things, which I have not read. I think I might have purchased one, but just haven't gotten around to reading it. But uh looking at the covers here, click over in the 80s weekly and look at the covers of the mini ghosts of dr brenner they look really cool so i think that's all we're going to do for this week there are some more headlines in the 80s weekly for you to check out and all you got to do is uh, find the link in the show notes click over and subscribe and you'll get that right in your email inbox uh, each week and wyatt and i will react and and tell you what we think we actually didn't uh, react to uh the last couple here I, I think we can both agree that the uh, tina turner barbie was pretty rad mm-hmm. and I, I think we're more towards the rad side on
1: Mont the touring yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: them uh, still touring and i'm definitely on the rad side for this this dr brenner comic book series so we're uh, we're still <laughs> trying to get used to this show we're going to try to Get this to you each week, as we do Memory Jogger, and, uh, and and get you some headlines and news and things as well. So, anyway, that's going to do it. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us, Wyatt. Thanks for uh, tagging along. I'm looking forward to continuing the show each week.
1: Yeah, thank you again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the 80s Weekly.
0: For more headlines direct to your inbox, subscribe to the newsletter by clicking the link in today's show notes. Also find the Telby voicemail link to leave your feedback on today's headlines. Come back next week for more retro pop culture news on the 80s Weekly.